Welcome to the Connecting Mind and Spirit podcast, a podcast devoted to helping you understand and apply the teachings of A Course in Miracles. I am your host, Fiona Williams, author of the newly released book, Awakening Your Right Mind, Healing from Fear and Following Spirit with A Course in Miracles. The benefits of A Course in Miracles are experienced through application of its right-minded principles. Throughout this podcast series, I will explain specific topics and teachings from A Course in Miracles and guide you through meditative exercises, which will help you apply the teachings to your life. Thank you for being here, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me and Cindy Laura Renard, where we're going to be talking about relationships and also getting into Cindy's new book, Spiritual Coupling, a guidebook for experiencing a holy relationship. And uh, through my work, I know relationships are a hot topic. (laughs) And there is a reason why Jesus focuses on relationships so heavily in A Course in Miracles. So I'm really excited to have this conversation with Cindy. Um, My intention is to help everyone just to connect with the right mind in their relationships um, and just helping to get everyone on the path of creating holy relationships, which is what we all deserve. So hi, Cindy. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, Fiona. Thank you for having me. I love our conversations. Me too. Hello hello to everyone uh, who will be listening. So can you please um, share your intention for writing spiritual coupling and what stands out for you? Yeah, uh, you said part of it at the beginning is that A Course in Miracles focuses so much on on both special relationships and holy relationships Mm -hmm. and how we can transform them Mm -hmm. um, and make any relationship holy. And I thought, well, I was inspired to write a, a book on reinforcing some of those ideas in the course of how to transform pretty much any relationship. It doesn't have to be romantic mm-hmm. to be made holy. Yes. And I wanted to, even though the focus is on romantic relationships, I wanted to make the book about uh, something where anybody, whether you're in a relationship or not, could benefit because you could take the concepts, generalize them to to whether it's a relationship with an animal, with another person, with your just with yourself, your relationship ultimately to God. I mean, I wanted to include everything and and how do we do that? How do we transform any relationship so it can serve a holy purpose? Yes. And then this then then brings peace and we can learn to let go of our grievances and judgments, learn how to do that through mm-hmm. forgiveness. And and I get into more details about how to transform them um, so that they reflect the Holy Spirit's purpose instead of the ego's purpose. Yeah. Which is when you bring in the Holy Spirit into any area of your life, including your relationships, expect miracles. Mm -hmm. I do know that at the end of my book, um, Awakening Your Right Mind, I shared about an experience I had with an old Irish dance teacher who was, it was when I was 18 years old and she was quite rude to me um, during one class. And I remember feeling very hurt and, you know, life goes on, you know, I'm now 41, (laughs) but it was a memory that popped up. And I remember one day just going, you know what? 
I'm going to take the time to forgive this because when it just does happen to pop up, you know, I, I feel I'm reacting. I feel really hurt and angry. So I was like, now's the time. So I started forgiving it. And one day I was in a bookstore and she walked in. Wow. I hadn't seen her since I was 18 years old and she walked in and she was actually looking for guidance on something that I was actually able to help with. So I was like, hi, it's Fiona Williams. And she's like, oh my goodness, how are you? And you know, it's, that's what I mean by expect miracles Mm -hmm. because the moment I started forgiving it, she shows up. (laughs) That is no accident. That is no, that, that reminds me of the, of this is so relevant right now to what you just shared of how all relationships can serve the purpose of something that appeared to be an ancient hatred like whether it's just on one end one person's end it can be made holy the holiest of all the spots on earth is where an ancient hatred becomes a present love that to me is an example of that idea in the course yeah that that because of your choice to forgive it was it was that what someone might consider to be, oh, you know, you weren't like best friends or anything, but it's just, okay, you knew the person, she knew you. It was a chance to clear the air and be, become a holy relationship. That's what the point is. That's the whole point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was a great example. Yeah. Yeah. With anything, anybody. Absolutely. And what it showed me is um, because, you know, of course, we get so caught up in ego control. Right. Like where I have to fix this in this relationship. I have to do this. I have to do that. And something around someone I hadn't seen in years, decades, just all of a sudden comes into my awareness, into my field. You know, surely that just proved to me, gave me that loving evidence of how much the Holy Spirit is there for us. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it just really highlighted the support system that's there for us with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's your, it's yeah, it's like the Holy Spirit's got your back. Yeah, you're always got your back, and that to me is a a great example of two people coming back together. So they grow, go apart a little bit, and then they yeah. come. They're right. Their trajectory brings them back together for a purpose, for yeah. for a reason. Uh, and you're offering forgiveness to her, whether she realizes it or not. Doesn't yeah. even matter. The fact it was your presence of love and forgiveness that was also a good demonstration for her yeah yes whether she realizes it or not yeah i'm just hoping like a part of her conscious mind Mm -hmm. recognized this as something healing yeah 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 and what i loved about it is that when you do things with the holy spirit things are given a purpose because relationships the hate the animosity the trials it can all feel so aimless mm-hmm. and meaningless and and i think that contributes to the fear around it it's like what is this even for what is this oh it just won't stop but the holy spirit gives it that purpose mm-hmm. which to me um i find it very motivating like yeah. this is the purpose yeah Mm-hmm. Fortunately, we have a purpose, right, for mm-hmm. everything, and that we can use any relationship um, for something different than what the ego has in mind, which is a completely different purpose. 
Yeah. And the ego's purpose is to maintain the conflict. Mm-hmm. And right. And and but when we have another teacher and you know that we can turn to our right minds in our right minds mm-hmm. and say, you know what? Maybe I don't have to see it the same way anymore. There's another way to look at this. Yes. How would the Holy Spirit look at this? Okay, let me think about that for a minute and then ponder it. And then you start to step by step. You know, we're not talking about you have to thrust yourself all automatically into bliss, yeah. into a state of bliss. That doesn't happen that way. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes it's a pro- you know process we go through. But when we allow step by step ourselves to reinterpret Yes. what we've made and what you know and our and let go of our old ideas and yeah. habits of behavior and things that we contributed maybe to the relationship and when we let those go we're allowing in room removing the blocks and allowing room for a whole new interpretation yeah and the holy spirit will give us one if we open our minds <laughs> yeah. oh so yeah. clearly yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. um i had a an idea no doubt holy spirit <laughs> giving me an idea. It was probably about a month ago. And um, it was just in an exam, kind of just a vision of how we're battling the ego. And when we battle the ego, of course, that's a distraction, right, that the ego is using for us to not pay attention to the truth within our innocence, which is we're going to look within and recognize we're innocent. And the vision that came to my mind was, you know, one of those um, inflatable clowns that you they have like a maybe like a stand on the bottom and they stand up and people kind of like punch them yeah yeah and, and it just keeps popping back up yeah yeah <laughs> no matter how much you beat it down back up yeah yeah exactly yeah. and That's it's so like it was um because it was in regard to um a relationship which i will be speaking more about my relationship with my mom um and how it for so long it just seemed to be that battle Mm-hmm. And that vision of, yes, here's the ego again. That's just like that little clown balloon that just keeps <laughs> popping back up in your face and you and you punch it again. And it just you, you think you've done <laughs> what you're supposed to do by biting back or, you know, whatever, maintaining the ego agenda, essentially, just feeding yeah. into the conflict. And it just keeps coming back. And it'll just, <laughs> you know, you're it's like the Terminator. It won't stop. It's <laughs> It just will not stop. Yeah. It just keeps coming. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And so like, to me, I was like, what a great, you know, uh, illustration of, of, of what we're doing and, and what we just need to do is actually, I'm just going to step to the side and not battle you anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's where, as you were saying, the Holy Spirit's interpretation is going to start to come in. Yeah. I I love that. And I, um, there's a really, this is so relevant to what you just shared about battling the ego, right? I, if I may just read a very brief yeah, of course. quote um, from the course, because it speaks to this and it's just a, oh my gosh, this, this comes from chapter eight, yeah. the journey back. And this is paragraph, just a few lines here, paragraph three. And these are my Holy Spirit glasses. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> to read. Um, <laughs> but listen to this about battling the ego. So this is like in regards to what you were saying about how fighting back. And sometimes we feel the need that we have to keep fighting back until we're willing to just say, you know what? I'm not going to fight anymore. And also realizing what am I really fighting? And the course says, 
there's no opponent. There's really no one else out there. And this is what this speaks to. I just, just a few sentences. Yeah, for sure. Because every response to the ego, let's think of again, battling, like we have to, you know, fight back. Yeah. Every, every response to the ego is a call to war and war does deprive you of peace. Yet in this war, there's no opponent. This is the reinterpretation of reality that you must make to secure peace and the only one you need ever make. Those whom you perceive as opponents are part of your peace, which you are giving up by attacking them. How can you have what you give up? Beautiful. It's so relevant to that. Absolutely. When we fight back, you know, and it's hard not to, and I get it. We all do it from time to time. But when we start to understand, there's they're saying there's no opponent because there's no one really, really out there. We're fighting ourselves. We're battling. It's an internal battle. Yeah. Battles are fought, won and fought in the mind. Yeah. And when we really start to realize that, that we're losing our peace over that need, that motivation by the ego to to be right, to fight back and say, you know, I write, which reaffirms the ego's existence. Yeah. All of that comes into play, you know, but when we recognize we're fighting ourselves, we'll, at, we'll start to go, well, wait a minute. Why, why do I want to fight myself? Yeah. Do I want to condemn myself of, of this? this? Is one other question the course asks us. Mm -hmm. Do I want to condemn myself? That's what I'm doing. If I'm condemning another, attacking another, yeah. That's exactly what the ego wants me to do. And that will keep the conflict in place. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that, that it won't happen from time to time, but once we get wind of the fact of what's going on and what we're doing, then we can have the motivation to change. Yes. Yeah. Once we just understand what's happening. Yeah. But no one's perfect and, and everybody's going to do this right from yeah. time to time. We might fall into that trap. Yeah, that's okay. So yeah. we just recognize it as soon as we think of it. We go, yeah. oh, I see what happened. I, I can see now my part in this and what I can do to, to make the shift now. Beautiful. I can reinterpret this yeah. as a call for love. Yeah. That person's attack, if I felt I was being attacked, that's really a call for help, a call for yeah. love. Yeah. And then I can adjust my mind accordingly. Yeah make the shift to my right mind and you know and that's part of the practice becomes yeah. part of the practice yeah yeah you know, i know it's not easy uh, i think i think everyone would uh, would would probably agree that it's not always easy <laughs> to do it. <laughs> yeah i mean if we're not saying this is like a piece of cake you know all the time <laughs> but at least we have a method we have something to work with we have yes. a mind yes and we have we do have power and work with our own thoughts beautiful we do have that and that's that's a gift that's that's empowerment yeah. it is it's very empowering and it's nice yeah. to know that especially when some relationships can seem so heavy um and such ongoing conflict like so prolonged because you've yeah. known them for a long time um you know it, it's just nice to go you know what i actually can feel empowered that's mm -hmm. what a course in miracles right provides us is that empowered stance of you know there's a better way and i'm going to show you how right jesus says i'm going to show you <laughs> yeah Follow me. i'm going to show you yeah exactly yeah exactly. and you no longer feel like a victim you yeah. take back the power that is inherently yours yeah 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 it's always been there always been yeah. there mm -hmm. yeah yeah we have a lot of fear 
in the, in the mind, there's a lot of uncertainty and doubt and fear. We're trained that way. The ego taught us <laughs> to, to feel that way. So it takes some undoing. Yeah. It takes a, some time to undo that. Yeah. We don't have to judge ourselves for that. No, no, it's a classroom. The classroom. And yeah. Yeah. Be gentle with yourself. We're all yeah. learning. <laughs> we are all learning. Yeah. You know, we're, you know, we're, Gary and I always, always understand first and foremost that we're students of A Course in Miracles. Yes. Even though we teach it, we're teaching it for a reason, but we recognize who the real teacher is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the Holy, Holy Spirit's the teacher and the best therapist you could ever have. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we get that too, you know. Yeah. And, and so we, you know, we, yeah, always come back to that place that, wait a minute, I know nothing. Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's best, but yep. you do. You you show me the way. You mm -hmm. know. Yeah. yeah I, I follow you. You know, and uh, that's that's important. That's an important part. I think of the process is not is giving up the need that we're our own teachers. Meaning we yeah. think we always know what's best for everyone. You know, we want so much sometimes for our relationships to work. Yeah. And these perfect relationships. There's no perfect relationship. Yeah. No one that I know has a perfect, even if they have a decent, nice relationship, it's not perfect. No, nope. you know, no one does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're all here to, to to learn and grow and and ultimately forgive. Yeah, absolutely. I find um, that the one catalyst for accepting the better way for being willing is actually just recognizing how fed up you are. Yeah. 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 With the dynamic, however it might be, just mm -hmm. your thoughts about it, perhaps, you know, if that person's maybe no longer in your life, but the thoughts still plague you. Just like, I'm so done with this. Mm -hmm. You know, like, yeah. that's good. It's good to get there. <laughs> oh, that is an important part of this, to yeah. I, in my opinion, is to be able to get to that place where, because that's the point where you, in a way, it is an invitation for the Holy Spirit to come in. Yeah. When you say, I, I'm done, I don't know what to do. I don't know what this is for. I don't know what to do. I don't know what this means. Yes. I, don't, I need help. Ask for help. I need help. Yes. Okay, to ask for help. We want to ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. To get to that place is, it's surrender in the positive sense of the word surrender. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Surrendering yeah. is <laughs> your your own teacher. Yeah. 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 It's the big so, white flag. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel in my experience, that's a relief to get yeah. to that. When I just say, I'm, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, um, so that leaves room. For yeah. growth, it leaves room. We're leaving room for them, mm. for the Holy Spirit to come in, yeah, and and to receive the suggestions. Yes, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like it's um, it actually just feels more sane, right? Like yeah. I know I feel more sane when yeah. I want to release a conflict. Like I'm like, oh, because when you think yeah. about the conflict, and then it, I don't know if ever, you know some people might do this. If you reflect after a conflict, how you actually physically feel in your body. Yeah. Like so drained, so heavy, um, constantly recovering, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's definitely how I was feeling in my relationship with my mom was I was constantly recovering. 
mm-hmm. from something that was said or whatever it might be. And I'm like, this isn't healthy. This isn't right. And um, I hope you don't mind, but I'll give more context around um, uh, that. So um, some of my clients know, but um, recently in October, I realized that the relationship with my mom was emotionally abusive. Um, And so there were just several behaviors that tended to always happen. Um, specifically around as well, sorry, exacerbated by my experience with PTSD. And unfortunately, her, I guess I could just say low tolerance of being able to, it it just somehow threatened her. Um, And my having to take space from family events, purely because I was actually just too overstimulated. It wasn't that anyone in my family was bad. It was actually just too loud. And I, I joke that, you know, Mickey Mouse could have walked in the room, but that's just too startling. <laughs> my nerves. I understand. So they- I understand. I do. I understand what you, what you mean. I only because I, uh, yeah, I, I've had some similar in a different form, but some yeah. similar experiences of that hypersensitivity. And I, yes. I do get that. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So you know, and, 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 and that's all. It's like yeah. it's it's funny to recognize. Yeah. Like you have to laugh. Yeah. Um, but I did have to take space, and and unfortunately, that was very threatening for my mom. Um, and and it actually just was getting worse. Um, her reaction to it, and I was getting called out on it quite a bit. Um, and and for me, just you know, I've just been trying to get better. I just want to get better, so I can be back in family events, things like that. Right. So. Um, anyways, it, but when I look back at my history, I realized how much the emotional abuse was there and how much my self-esteem was affected um, by it and things like that. So time for a breather. <laughs> and in October, I, I took a breather from my mom um, and I, I haven't seen her um, and have just been communicating via siblings and my father. Um, and, you know, I did get her a birthday present and I got her a Mother's Day present because my biggest thing, because I guess what I want to help people highlight for people is I know I'm not doing everything right. I'm trying my best, though, and I am making room for the Holy Spirit. But, you know, um, I'm not withholding my love because there is great love there for my mom. So there's a wee card that says, you know, I make sure to say love love from Fiona, right? I hope you enjoy this gift, love from Fiona, right? Because I want her to make sure she's loved. It's it's just because of what I've been through that I actually just can't handle it anymore. Um, So I'm trying to bring in some right-mindedness, right? That I'm recognizing my reactions are mine. And that's all that I can control. But um, in January, you know, uh, my husband and I went to New Zealand for a month to visit his daughter. And while we were there, you know, I got a bit of a breather from the situation and what other people were saying about it. But when I knew I was going to come back home and I would be faced with the situation again, I opened up to the Holy Spirit and I said, Holy Spirit, please, I open to your guidance on what you would have me know about this situation. And, and what you would have me do, of course, what would you have me do? And what came to me very clearly was, this is not yours. How she's behaving, what her traumas are, what her history is, is, is hers. Mm-hmm. And all I'm responsible for is my reactions and how I behave within the relationship and the dynamic. So that really took a lot off my plate. 
mm. my my mental plate to just go right her her battles are hers and i don't want to be a battle in her life Mm -hmm. Right. So the what I've walked away from is not the relationship in an entirety, but from the current dynamic. Yeah. Within yeah. the relationship. And creating I creating your space too. Yes. 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 Creating yeah. space for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And wholeheartedly, I welcome a healthy new dynamic with my mom wholeheartedly, but I'm not going back to the old one. So I wondered if you could shed some wisdom for us all on when you're in an abusive relationship, emotional, physical, whatever it might be, do you have any guidance on how to take care of yourself, not to feel guilty if you have to take space from the situation, you know, just whatever you would have to say about it? Yeah, I, I think it's so important what you shared, um, because so many people are experiencing something in a similar form as that yes. with, with a loved one, uh, doesn't matter who it is, a friend, but mm -hmm. it's someone they're experiencing. A lot of people we all do at some point uh, have very complex relationships, but <laughs> I think you, you already touched on a couple that are really important that I do want to reinforce first. And yep. one of them is being able to recognize first and foremost that you're not responsible for another person's behavior. However, they're choosing to interpret a situation, their thoughts and feelings, you're not responsible for that. You're only responsible for your reaction, your interpretation, how you're perceiving mm -hmm. your perception. So that's one of the most important the starting points. Mm -hmm. Say, as you said, wait a minute, is this, it's only yours if you take it on and make it yours, make it your problem, right. but it doesn't have to be. Yeah. <laughs> so you can, but so just by recognizing what is yours and what's not is so valuable. Yeah. And then you can start, you know, taking it to the next step and saying, well, then how, how can I then retain my power in this? So I don't have to feel like a victim of this. Right. I don't have to be a victim of this person's behavior, whatever they're doing. And sometimes that might mean you, you need some healthy space. Sometimes that means you need to remove yourself physically, yeah. remove yourself from a situation yeah. if it's abusive. Yeah. Um, and that, what that does is demonstrates and teaches the other person, first of all, that it shows them that there's also another way that there's another interpretation that they can make. And they can choose also if they're ready by you standing strong in your space mm -hmm. and you're still unconditionally loving. It's just, you're just though demonstrating that, that this is what is the most loving thing for you to do at this time, which again can inspire and uplift the other person, whether they realize it or not yet yeah. at some level, we don't know what they're getting from that, the benefits they're getting from you standing your ground and, and remaining. Um, and honoring yourself. Yeah. Um, I'm speaking to you just because you were sharing the story, but I'm speaking yeah. to everybody, you yeah. know, yeah. but, um, but yeah, when you, no one has to be subjected to abuse in any form, okay. no, that's not also what A Course in Miracles is saying that we, we can just forgive it all away and other, and the abuse will go away. Right. 
what the course and miracles is, is not about behavior. It's about a change of mind yeah. and shifting the purpose of what the relationship is for. So you can do that, whether you're physically with someone or not, Yeah, you can still. So my recommendation is always to tune in first to the Holy spirit, mm-hmm. do your best to practice forgiveness because that's what it's for. If anything triggers us or upsets, disturbs our peace, practice the kind of forgiveness that recognizes and sees you know, when you are ready for it to get to that place where you can see the other person as innocent, yeah, uh, that that nothing that they're doing the best they can with the awareness they have yeah. at the time. And who are we to judge where they are in their process? Mm-hmm. But we can have control over where we are in our process by our thinking. Yeah. So and again, sometimes that means you 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 might be have the guidance to stay and work things through. But it's okay not to as well and say, no, my guidance is, is that I'm going to remove myself, but yet at the mind level, I can still practice my right mindedness, my right minded thoughts. Absolutely. It's about myself, about how I see this mm-hmm. other person, Yeah, you know, who, if we're really being uncompromising with the course, they're not even really there. This is yeah. my projection. <laughs> yeah. We're really being uncompromising. That's another level. If, if there are beginning if there are beginners to the course, the course really is saying it is everything is our projection. So mm-hmm. that includes all people. It's our dream. For me, that's what helps me in difficult with difficult people. I remember I'm dreaming. It's my dream. Yeah. And doesn't mean that I let people walk all over me and I can remove myself from a situation, yeah. but it does mean I can remember it's my dream. So I can interpret my dream any way I wish. I have that power. Yeah. So you're retaining your power within your dream um, by remembering. And, and I I like to use um, the forgiveness thought process, especially um, if, if something seems really intense yeah. or if it feels like an abusive situation. Mm-hmm. I like to use the thought process that says in your mind, you're saying about the other person, you know, you're not really there. Yeah. You're, you're remembering it's your dream. This is all a projection. The whole world is a projection. Yeah. You're not really there. If I think you're guilty and the cause of the problem. Yeah. In other words, the cause of my upset. Yeah. And but the separation from God hasn't really occurred. Yeah. And the imagined guilt and fear is in me. Yeah. It's in my but since the separation hasn't occurred, well, I forgive both of us for what hasn't then really happened in reality. And I can turn to the Holy Spirit in peace. Yeah. And let the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit replace my grievance. Beautiful. That's what I use. Yeah. I it's really helpful because it brings you right back to cause. Yes. So you don't have to remain a victim of the circumstances mm-hmm. or what the other person's doing. Because if they're doing something that's not loving, all that means is they're calling for love. Yeah. And it means they're not in their right mind. Yeah. So if we try to join them in that conflict, which is not true joining. The conflict will just keep perpetuating itself. It never resolves. Yeah. So one of us, one of the people has to step, kind of be above the battleground and, and look at it from a neutral yeah. space. The best you can try to try to look at it neutrally yeah. without the attachment, even if it's hard sometimes when it's a loved one. Yeah. You, but if you can practice just watching, yes. observing the behavior, even just watching it and going, hmm, but watch it with the Holy Spirit or Jesus mm-hmm. as your teacher, whoever you would call in that feels mm-hmm. good to you, but um, watching it with you from non-judgment and non-judgmental mm-hmm. space, 
really, really practicing understanding the deeper dynamics of what's going on, why people behave they do the way they do. Yeah. You're afraid. Yeah. There's fear in the in the mind. And now this doesn't let you don't have it doesn't mean you're letting people off the hook in the sense of, you know, let the Holy Spirit handle the details of consequences if there's mm-hmm. at the level of form. Yeah. But but our part is just to do our best to remain and choose our right minds the best we can. Yeah. And it doesn't mean we don't feel our feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a process. So you might first need to really, really cry it out. Mm-hmm. You, might to, <laughs> right, you might need to just have your, you might need to have, have a tantrum, you know, and just, <laughs> you know, I feel terrible right now, but be honest about how you're feeling first. So you can work through that and acknowledge it because yeah. You don't acknowledge it, um, it's gonna feel like sugar coating and you're pretending that nothing hurts you when you really are feeling hurt. Exactly. So it's important to look at the hurt and feel it, but then at some point you do wanna yeah. work with saying, okay, I don't have to stay with this mindset. Exactly. That's yeah. the thing. You you feel it and allow yourself to feel your feelings, but just Try not to project it onto the other. Exactly. That's the key. Just just own it. Yeah. Own what you're feeling mm-hmm. and and then work with forgiveness when you're ready. And there's support. You can talk to people and you can be really honest and just bring it all to bring that honesty to the Holy Spirit yeah. as well. To help me to see this differently. I need help. Yeah. And those if- are my thing, my tools that I use. And uh thank you. When I get in those. Yeah. And, and I find it easier, um, you know, to, as you were saying, feel your feelings. Yes, you're allowed to feel your feelings, right? Sure. Because, you know, Jesus is like, you don't want to deny things right. like that because then you're denying the power of the mind. You know, that's not what you're being called to do. We can feel so obligated to fear. We can feel so obligated to the ego's agenda or to fix other people and adjust them into our perception of how we think things should be. And I actually have found it really, really helpful to recognize that when I remove myself from the conflict, then I'm actually genuinely, genuinely able to embrace their innocence see mm-hmm. the truth in them when you can, cause you can imagine if you're battling someone, let's say you just had an argument with them and you know, you don't feel that way. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you know, um, yeah. you know, when, when, you know, just acknowledging where we are on the path to enlightenment, just going, this is where I'm at right now. And this feels very real to me. And I just simply need to acknowledge it. So, you know, um, for me, it's like, if I'm going to be sad, then Holy Spirit, I know you're with me while I'm feeling sad. If I'm feeling angry, Holy Spirit, I'm just going to feel this anger knowing you're with me. Because as you're saying, you don't want to project. You're allowed to feel, but you don't have to project it out onto the person. That's actually the number one main reason why I left the situation with my mom was because I didn't want to do that. And I was but I was recognizing how angry I was, how upset yeah. I was, you know? So it was like, if I want to be responsible with my feelings and this situation, it's really best I take a breather. That's yeah. the most loving thing I can do. So I can check myself with greater ease. Yeah. yeah. Well, to me, it sounds like 
that was really guided for you. You were listening and that your guidance was, I really need my space. Yeah. I think that that's a, and a loving thing to do and a loving mm-hmm. example. Uh, it's a loving thing to do. Uh, yeah. It's just not necessary to put ourselves in situations that, that whether if the other person is so unwilling at this point in time to, to make a shift or to change, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you can't. So yeah. that's a good example of saying, well, this is what I can do right now. What yeah. can I do? Yeah. It's not my role to assign roles to this other person and tell them what they have to do. Yeah. But I can join with the Holy Spirit and say, what is the most loving thought I can hold? What is the most loving thing I can do for myself yeah. in this moment that is that feels inspired? Yeah. Feels loving. And that's one example of that. Well, I'm going to remove myself. And that gives you the space then. Yeah. To, and then and then to allow again, allow feelings. Oh gosh, absolutely. Um, you know, there's things that, you know, I've really, really been letting go of myself, you know, and I'll, I'll, I've been allowing more of that emotional release when it needs to come up, I just do it. You know, just feel so much better than pretending that you, you have to be some holy person and have everything all figured out and have everything as yours has to be perfect. I mean, that's, that's a lot of pressure yeah. to put on oneself. And yeah. so, so yeah, feel the feelings. Yeah. Again, I, let's come back to the key is, is just watching that it's, our feelings aren't being projected onto other people yeah. because that's just going back into the ego game into the, yeah. that doesn't solve anything. That's making the outside world have power yeah. over you. And it does, people have power over you and that's how we remain victims when we project so this is why we're saying you know feel your feelings but but just own them yeah that that's okay but i can change my own mind i don't have to worry about that other person the holy spirit they have the holy spirit too yeah they do yeah absolutely whether it's their time or not to listen that's that's their business yeah but if i know about the holy spirit then i can do my my job my part exactly my my function is forgiveness and i know that and and that's what this is about, you know, it's, it's, we're ultimately forgiving ourselves yes. because, because as the course says, there's no world, no people, we really are forgiving ourselves for our own misunderstandings, our misinterpretations, our own, you know, ego-based reactions and thinking and, and, but forgiveness is not judging ourselves for that. Not yeah. don't have to feel guilty for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, forgiveness is letting back, letting go of judgment on the self. Yeah. You know, yeah. and others that we think are really out there, you know, and really and replacing it with spiritual sight. Yes. Yeah. Spiritual you know, sight is so really important. Yeah. 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 We want to have something to replace the ego with, you know, so, so we, we know there's another way yeah. that we can look at the situation. And there is in a very empowering way. Oh. That way, eventually you can feel, even if you feel like a victim, you can, eventually know that that you don't have to keep choosing that yeah don't have to keep choosing well and i i recognized as well in the situation that if i stay in this unhealthy dynamic i'm not being loving towards her either mm-hmm. because the the cycle of fear the the ego's agenda is is just being reinforced and repeated 
Um, and, and that's not loving either, right? Because I hold better for my mom. I hold the truth for my mom. I hold the truth for myself. Um, and, and it also came to me as like, I no longer want to be a red herring as to what she needs to look at and heal. And if I stay in this relationship as it currently is, she's not going to recognize the traumas that she needs to look at and forgive because it's too, it's, She's busy projecting it onto me. I'm a red herring. And I don't want to be that anymore. That's not loving for me or her. Right. Right. And Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the very loving things that I've seen occur is my father was recently out of town. Um, and my mom was at home, like stayed behind, and she went for a walk with my aunt and she called me. And so, you know, I haven't talked to her since October. But she called me and she was like, I'm like, you okay? She's like, yeah, I dropped my key though, like on our walk. And do you have a key to my house? So your aunt and I can get in the house, right? Like go home and get in the house. And I was like, oh, okay. But I was able to help in that process. And mm -hmm. she felt safe contacting me. Yeah. To do good. that. And it was very loving. I'm like, out, like we were super loving with each other. And unfortunately, I didn't have a key. My age, she had to go to my other sister. But what was really nice was that she texted me later and said, thank you for trying to help. And that was a very emotionally safe mm -hmm. interaction for me, which I, I hope it gave her the same loving vibes as I got, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. It's like, see, we can do this. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, gosh. And that was nice. Mm -hmm. Very nice. And I feel like my sense of that is a part of her created that situation to reach out to you. Not, 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 I don't mean necessarily consciously created losing a key or, yeah. but her unconscious mind, because she loves you. Yeah. She's your mother, regardless yeah. of where she's at in her process. Yeah. There's a part of her that adores you and loves you as, you're her daughter. And I think she, I get in goosebumps when I'm saying this, which means that it's, I just feel the inspiration. So that means, but I do feel that my sense is that she, it was her way of just trying to make some connection with yeah. you again. Yeah. Which was her so in whatever way, even if it just was one minute yeah. going, Oh, I just yeah. want to, want to reach out. I want to connect. Yeah. That's what we all want. We forget sometimes, even if someone's acting out or being, we're really crying for connection. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, we feel we lost God. Yes. Being going all the way again with the core, we've lost our source. We've lost that real true connection that we play out in our relate. Now we seek them in our special relationships. Yes. We seek, we're seeking God, yeah. but we here we have to work at the level where we are. And so we don't always think that way that we've lost God, but that's yeah. what, what's really happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Feel that we have, but. But her way of reaching out to you, That's beautiful. you know, is, yeah. Thank you for that. I, do, I do think she wanted to make that. Yeah. And yeah. that's, that's what she could give at the time. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. being able to just accept that yeah. shows her that you, you still have the willingness mm -hmm. to try to, to, to make, so yeah. you're not, you're not just going, I'm never talking to you again. I'm yeah. never going to. No, you're you're demonstrating to her that you you haven't gone away no. like permanently. No. Like you're there, but you just can't be the way it was. It's not yeah. you're not that person anymore. Exactly. Yeah, you're not exactly. That person. Even if she you're not, you've changed. Yeah. 
to you're giving her a tremendous gift and opportunity to step up and say, God, there's another way I can be too, if she's ready. Yeah. And that you're still loved, right? And that, that you're, you're still loved. No matter what, like very happy to leave the past in the past. It's, I, you know, I hope for right. everyone, you know, that they um, get from this conversation is that, you know, because the course teaches, right, that forgive the past and let it go for it is gone. Well, that's hard to accept when we're battling the past, right? Whether it be a memory or a conflict that just replays, that yeah. doesn't feel like a genuine thing we can do. So that's, of course, rising above the battleground, becoming that observer and going, look, I got to step out of this. And then I will truly be able to let the past go in peace and forgiveness. And, and then you move forward and, and you just feel lighter. Yeah. You know, like more inspired and just, yeah, lighter for sure. Yeah. 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 That's, that's such, that's so important to take, to be able to acknowledge that and to take that step um, of just, being aware that you know that famous einstein quote which a lot of people use but i just love it yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can't change make a change at the same level of consciousness at which the problem was created yes yeah mm -hmm. that's so yeah. true so true well, yeah. someone in the relationship or yeah. whoever you're dealing with has to be the one who whoever recognizes it or whoever's in yeah. their right mind at the time yeah is the one that would step up and say, okay, that mm -hmm. uh, we we need to work at this for now from another another perspective, mm -hmm. another level. Yeah. Or else it will just stay status quo. Mm -hmm. It'll just remain the same and nothing will ever shift. Yeah. And again, the point is to not to get other people to fix them or to change them, mm -hmm. but that we can change our own minds and then let the Holy Spirit handle the details. Yeah. You know, and the mm -hmm. other person, uh, we're allowing also the other people to have their process respectfully yes uh, even if we don't like the behavior um yeah it's their script their process too yeah, we all have our scripts and our process and they have to learn what they need to learn and yeah learn what we need to learn and yeah. who yeah, are I mean, that freeze but as you're saying that that's empowering and that frees you you know it frees you to then be who you are truly meant to be yeah. as God created you yeah. You know, yeah. And you can still just be a demonstration of that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and it, it helps because you're able to bring that picture of innocence um, in your quieter moments because yeah. you're not as reactive anymore. You're not recovering as much anymore. So you're, you know, and it's something I like to do um, before I go to sleep is, you know, that um, teaching from one of Gary's books, whereas you look at the other person and in your mind, you just go, you are spirit, whole and innocent, all is forgiven and released. Yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. But it's so yeah. exceptionally beautiful when you actually begin to feel that that is true. That yeah. was forgiven yeah. and released that maybe I was wrong, right? My ego perception obviously was wrong. And this is the truth. And when you can, in your quieter, more peaceful moments, practice that, which I really encourage everyone to give it yeah. a shot. Yeah. So this is the truth. And I'm going to rest in that, if even for a moment. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, if I may add something, when I, another, I love that 
quote too, the one about your spirit, whole and innocent, always mm-hmm. forgiven and released. Mm-hmm. I what helps me too is imagining the person that you feel that you're that there's some conflict mm-hmm. with giving you a blessing. Ooh, nice. It's like, it's like they see the spark of God in them reaching out their hands to you and offering you a blessing because they're giving you an opportunity mm-hmm. to stand your ground, stand up and be who you are meant to be, be who as God created you yeah. by offering you this discord, this discontent, <laughs> it's jerking us awake and going, wait a minute, and helping us to remember who we are because it's giving us another opportunity to choose yeah. to remember our reality. Yes. So I like to remember, imagine people um there those pe- those very people that you think you don't like or they you feel like are a cause of a problem um they're they're really blessed they're they're like you literally imagine them giving you a blessing that's beautiful what a lovely yeah. reframe yeah and then you can give them a blessing back so you're kind of doing you're sort of merging then together and at the highest level you know when you imagine everybody has this amazing column of light Mm-hmm. like streaming through them of god yeah. light the spark of god yeah. imagining each body even though there's no real separation but if you imagine everybody having that light that reaches up into the heavens mm-hmm. when you get to the highest point mm-hmm. and have it just meshes together you're all just you're just all one yeah. light yeah you're all one light there's no more separate bodies yeah. and that so we really are battling ourselves yeah oh and there's yeah. a battle going on it looks like there's all these separate people out there we're battling. Yeah. And then yet when you take it high enough, you imagine each person that has that column of light, the great rays shining from them. When you reach the highest point, it all merges as one. We're all one mind. That's so beautiful. What a beautiful vision. Just, yeah. it just reminds the mind of the oneness that we share. Yeah. So why would we want to hurt? If we hurt another, we're hurting ourselves. If we hurt ourselves, we're hurting the sunship. Yeah. We're just, so mm-hmm. why not just practice perceiving ourselves and others uh, the best we can as um, with spiritual sight, which is really overlooking the form of that person, mm-hmm. that personality. Yeah. Not, they're not even their personality, really. That's made up too. Mm-hmm. That's a story too. Now this is getting into more of the advanced parts of the course, but when, when, whenever you're ready, mm-hmm. you, you realize that even that personality is a made up story mm-hmm. and, you know, nothing really happened. We're still, we really are still really at home as one yeah. mind with God. And that's, that's taking it to the highest level. We could mm-hmm. take it, you yeah. know, that, that there's no me, there's no us, there's no world. It's my, just my dream. I'm just dreaming. Yeah, and, uh, but that's part of what forgiveness is: recognizing that what we thought another has done has not really occurred. Yeah, because yeah. separation thought hasn't even occurred that we've been separated from our source hasn't even happened. Yeah, that, that's an illusion. Yeah, but we still do need to knowing that is good and it's helpful to know that. Yeah, um, that's the ultimate practice. But we do have to work at this level, of course. Yeah. Because this is where our classroom, of course, where our relationships are. And so we we want to pay attention. Um, I always like to say we want to pay attention to the little pebbles before they become these big boulders. Oh, nice. That's the, like, yeah. you know, you just, just, if it's a pebble, okay, notice it, look at, do your, you know, so it doesn't keep growing and growing. And it's, mm-hmm. by the time you want to try to forgive it, it just seems like so hard. Yes. You let it grow so much without 
right? Without sort of acknowledging it, that it will appear to be harder. Yeah. Yes. You know, and if we again, we all do this. It's not, there's no, you know, and so it's just about becoming you know, really mindful, mm-hmm. you know, and, but again, being gentle and patient and compassionate and loving with ourselves. Yeah. And yeah. others as they go through their process. Well, and, and that's what I, you know, I love, um, you know, about this perception, right-minded perception of letting others have their journeys, you know, like who are we to take another person's lessons from them who, you know, um, to try and and by this, I'm, I'm speaking to, you know, like trying to put expectations on others or trying to change them or always trying to save the day. Right. Um, like everyone, um, you know, I'm sorry, my subscribers and stuff know the challenges with my brother, right. Who, um, as borderline personality, disorder and alcoholism mm-hmm. um you know you i love him and i i helped to the best i could but the greatest relief came to me was that i can only do so much um physically as a right. presence mentally i can do so much i can practice yeah. true forgiveness i can see the truth in him which is you know very helpful but what i also recognized was that not everyone is ready to accept your call for or sorry accept your love yeah they may be calling out for it all the time but they just may not be ready to accept it and yeah. to just get okay with that to just go okay you're just not ready it doesn't mean i stop loving you doesn't mean i stop seeing the truth in you um but i don't have to change your journey i can just be someone who loves you and holds you the truth for you on your path and if there's anything i need to do i know the holy spirit will guide me to you know if there's any way i need to be helpful and to just trust in that yeah, that really helped with that situation in particular. That was a very um, volatile situation mm-hmm. for my family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that's so important to to respect, you know, someone else's process, but be there mm-hmm. as holding the space for them, mm-hmm. knowing that you're you're unconditionally loving them. That doesn't go away no. just because of behavior. Yeah, it doesn't mean you don't love that that's a very important piece yeah of that no matter what the issue is yeah it's a very very important piece Mm -hmm. to that and yeah yeah, i there's always a funny kind of funny i think it's kind of funny even though a but story that i share sometimes i shared it in my first book um i believe about it's just more toward the beginning of gary and my relationship at the Mm -hmm. beginning um and i think people were sort of wondering like who is this girl that gary's you know but like well, i don't know what is she 20 years old or something at the time, i mean i really people were thinking gary's like yeah, i know people are thinking you're like 20 i was like 35 when i met him yeah i was already 35 but but i just i could just tell right just sort of like getting the like, one eyebrows like almost like i sense i was sensing sort of this energy like Oh, that's not going to last, right? That <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, uh, <laughs> and I remember this one. I got this. This is after we were we been we were married like a few years, you know, yeah. into our marriage. And somebody emailed me out of the blue. I didn't know who this person was. Just yeah. got emailed me and said, "This is all they said." Hi, Cindy. I know that you married Gary for his money. <laughs> <laughs> You don't fool me. I know. I yeah. know what you did. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was, and I just was. That's interesting. <laughs> and I wrote back to him like, "What money?" Yeah. <laughs> Well, this person's judging me thinking we have all this money and I'm, I'm letting it, I'm like what money you know first of all <laughs> and then but I I just I do remember though I wasn't um I really could have used that situation for the ego's purpose mm -hmm. I really that could have been something that really yeah triggered me and got how dare yeah and make that judgment that I would marry him for his money and and then but I I just read it and i was actually more amused by it like nice so interesting it was what i was my response was like that is so interesting that this person would think that or yeah whatever and so my guidance was when i asked the holy spirit i i certainly didn't have to respond and and i just chose to yeah but i just chose to make it simple and just say well this is perfect in my mind i was thinking this is a perfect opportunity for me to demonstrate what the course is teaching Beautiful. and and actually demonstrate what i really did truly feel in that moment which was he was calling out that was a form of call i was you know calling out for a love although it could have been looked at as an attack yeah i was like no that's that's a that's a call for love and so yeah my response was hi you know so and so thank you for sharing your thoughts with me um uh i just want you to know i'm not fooled by you yeah i know who you really are i know what you really are you're always a brother mm -hmm. and i didn't even mention anything he said the comment itself i just said i'm not gonna be fooled by this i said yeah. uh maybe we'll meet someday thanks yeah. for sharing your thoughts um you know and i kept it really short mm -hmm. and said god bless yeah was, i never i never heard from him yeah. I, again but yeah. i just wrote like a couple of sentences i just felt that was my guidance to just respond mm -hmm. but really demonstrate that what he said had no impact on me if anything i was laughing yeah um, <laughs> the what money? Um, yeah yeah i was just like i, I know I, was like, I really meant that i was like oh and i but so i just oh i know what happened i i just remember he did email me back one more time after oh, I, and all he said was um i see you have the kindness thing down Oh, I see you have the kindness thing down. And that was it. That's all he said. There's no attack or anything like that. Nice. I, I, I just see you have the kindness thing down. Nice. I just said, yeah, nice to hear from you, whatever. And we kept it short. And, that, and then I never heard from him after that. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But I actually genuinely felt that way. I wasn't, mm -hmm. I wasn't trying to be kind. I really felt it in my heart that yeah. I, that, I wanted to share that with him that he it really didn't have an I had there was no hard feeling, no harm done. Yeah. Yeah. No harm done. Yeah. Just because you had that thought. Yeah. I would I if there was harm done, that means that I would have to make that comment my own. And yeah. there'd have to be something I believed about that comment. Yeah. If if that were to affect me, that means, oh, maybe I did marry him for my money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah. Taking it seriously. simply not true. Yeah. But but I so I didn't I had a genuine kindness response so, nice. yeah yeah so i wanted to give people another example of sometimes yes you can get triggered then you work with it that way but sometimes you might find what might trigger you doesn't trigger you yeah and then you and you really recognize a call for love for a call for love and you can respond appropriately i just wanted to give also that kind of an example beautiful thank you, you know, yeah so how. important well yeah. because when you take on a path um 
as radical as A Course in Miracles, you know, you can feel a bit strange that you're don't find yourself responding maybe how you used to or maybe yeah. how people would. And then you're like, am I coming off a bit cold? Am I coming off a bit weird? <laughs> like, yeah. um, it, it is nice to hear other people's stories of just, you know, it's you're right. It's not about what he said. It right. Is, right. Because that's just a form of that's the just one a form. idea of right. things he's separate. And so you're right. seeing beyond that. And that's yes. what you're responding to was the, actually the call for love and you're responding with love. Yes. Yeah. Per, per, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that this leads me into, if I may, of course, yeah. moment, there's a, in my new book, there's a, by the way, spiritual coupling. Yeah, yeah beautiful. <laughs> a guidebook for experiencing a holy relationship. What we're talking about. I found this amazing Buddhist story and sure, I just wanted to read it because this is exactly relevant to what we're saying about how you don't have to take on another's anger or attack or attempt at attacking you in any way. Um, I mean, obviously this Buddhist story represents someone who uh, responded, a very advanced being. And if someone's literally trying to attack you with a knife, I'm not suggesting that people just stand there yeah. and be, and they're already going to have this advanced mindset. Yeah. But the point of the story is what's important okay. is that you can get to the place in general where mm -hmm. you don't see an attack as an attack unless you decide mm -hmm. that you to see it that way. And then you're going to respond as if you were attacked. Mm -hmm. Now, in this story, it shows how an advanced being like, like a Jesus type being um, responds to someone who is attempting to are threatening to attack. And um, so I just wanted to read this. Yes, please do. This is, a, again, a powerful reminder of where we're all headed when we're, we really have a healed mind. What, what does a healed mind look like, right? This, yes. this demonstrate that. <laughs> cool. <laughs> what does a healed mind look like? Okay, right here. <laughs> um, and Jesus' demonstration itself of a healed mind was how he was on the, on the cross yeah. able to forgive, even though, you know, soldiers were attempting to kill his body. Yes. Um, yeah. That also represents a healed mind, what he was able to do. But so this is the story, the Buddhist story mm -hmm. um, says a fierce and terrifying band of samurai was riding through the countryside, bringing fear and harm wherever they went. As they were approaching one particular town, all the monks in the town's monastery fled, except for the abbot. When the band of warriors entered the monastery, they found the abbot sitting at the front of the shrine room in perfect posture. The fierce leader took out his sword and said, don't you know who I am? Don't you know that I'm the sort of person who could run you through with my sword without batting an eye? The Zen master responded, and I, sir, I'm the sort of man who could be run through by a sword without batting an eye. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's a whole different perspective. Yeah. yeah. Two completely different perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. On on literally demonstrating. Yeah. That's like a perfect demonstration of what the course means by a healed mind, knowing that the separation from God has not occurred and no harm can ever be done to a son of God. Beautiful. Physically, sure, your body can 
appear to die, but your spirit is forever mm-hmm. and eternal. That's yeah. what this whole teaching is, is that what you really are can't be hurt, can't, can't die, can't, but you can have that level of certainty of what you are to that extent where you're just as certain about yourself as God is of you. Yes. That you're that certain of your identity yeah. as a son of God. Now that is powerful stuff, you know, to yeah. now this again, that's, that's what the healed mind would look like. Yeah. And we're all on that path to that. It's so cool. I find it so exciting to think of, you know, when you're closer to enlighten, like the awareness that you're already home and God, you're already enlightened. When you get closer to that awareness, I kind of get excited of, you know, what will you be capable of? Like, cause your mind will be so much cleared of that conflict of ego. Like what will even be possible? But that is um, true denial. What the Zen master was practicing, right? That's true denial. Anything yep. that's not of God can't affect me. Can't affect me, can't be real. Yeah. And that real. takes me back to, right, the tiny mad idea. The problem wasn't that it crept into the mind. The problem was we took it seriously, right? Yeah. That's what, when you are saying someone else can affect me, you are taking, it's going right back to that one idea that you think you could leave your source in the mistake was we took it seriously. So, and and of course we, as you pointed out, you know, we're all going to react, you know, definitely. I felt like my relationship with my mom was affecting me and and things like that. And that's okay. Okay. But you apply right-mindedness and genuinely apply it. Then you're going to start to recognize, wait a minute, (laughs) I'm more than an ego. I'm more than this vulnerable, petty personality. (laughs) Yeah, right. right. Yeah, it's so empowering. I mean, it just takes practice. You know, we all have to practice at it, you know, to get to that level, right? We just practice. Yeah. That's what these classrooms are for, you know. It doesn't mean we're not going to get triggered. Yeah. It doesn't mean we're not going to have some bad days yeah, yeah. but it bluntly might just feel really like a real messy day like a real mess yeah sometimes yeah but that's part of the classroom exactly and then but so nice to know that there's always that there's there's always another way there's yeah. another way yeah. there's a better way there's another way to look at look yeah. at anything yeah and we just start the ball rolling we just start okay step by step sometimes just thought by thought thought by thought exactly recognizing which thoughts bring us pain if that thought brings me pain well I can change that thought yeah switch to a right-minded thought and replace that yeah and kind of start reinforcing that part of the mind yeah so the ego doesn't constantly dominate you know and it'll creep in sure every now and but but then you put more and more as you go Mm -hmm. along yeah it's because the ego's not real, it's eventually gonna just keep fading, eventually, more and more in the background. Yeah. More. And then you're gonna know you're making progress when you don't react. One of the ways, at least, is when you're not reacting in the same way as you used to, as intensely even. Yeah. Maybe you'll react, but maybe it won't be as intensely oh. or to something. Yeah. And maybe eventually you won't even react at all yeah. to something. What a gift. Like, wow. <laughs> Right? Yeah, what a yeah. And then you're like, oh my God, that really used to push my buttons. Yeah. But that's progress too. Even if it's a little at first, you're just doing it in steps and yeah. yeah. 
Well, and that's st what stands out for me is like, you know, and like, a, like maybe a marriage or maybe a best friend relationship, you know, one that's kind of more on a day to day basis, you have yeah. encounters with the person or colleague, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I start to think like, if my if I get annoyed by something that my husband has done, or whatever, <laughs> or, you know, or I think back to like past issues that we've had, and they seem so silly. <laughs> you know now um, yeah. now they seem so relevant then and what i when someone when you find yourself reacting to even those little nagging things that yeah you know a behavior that someone might do um i i find it fun to just go hey i feel i see myself reacting and actually i'm gonna get excited to not react to this anymore like i'm gonna be like i don't have to keep getting annoyed by this really this thing and you know and then you just apply true forgiveness you do your work and then the next time you really start to notice that you feel more free the other person can feel more free to be who they are and you're not annoyed <laughs> yeah like you know it's like if i can encourage people to kind of get excited and go i see how much that behavior and i'm annoyed by that yeah, we don't have to settle for it. Like I can get excited. And so to me, I'm like, oh, sweet. I can't wait to not be annoyed by this. Anymore. <laughs> right? Like just kind yeah. of be lighthearted about it. But that also sincere in the idea that you can let it go. And even those little things, when you start to let those little annoyances go, your your perspective of that, um, how free and light you're going to start to feel. Mm -hmm. And 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 you're just gonna feel better in your relationships as well, you know, because you're not so reactive to yeah. things as well yeah. as things. Yeah. yeah, and it can't. You know what? I you yeah that excitement. You it can be like a game. You can get to the oh. point where it's like, you know, I'm gonna have some fun with this. Yeah. Let me try this. Just something different. I don't. Yeah, maybe I feel uncomfortable right now, but let me just give this a chance. Yeah. What if? Okay, let's let's, let's like a game. Yes. See how well I can just make it not matter so much in this moment and not let's let's see if I can, you know, treat it like it is really just a game. Yeah. How well can I practice forgiveness? Let me let that person be as they are right now. What's the worst that can really happen? I mean, yeah. what really, if we really look, maybe it's not as bad as what we first thought, even yeah. in some cases, you know, maybe it's um really trust. That's part of trusting too. Yeah. Yeah. And just go look, let, let's, let's have some, let's maybe even have a little fun with this. This is my classroom. This is an opportunity. I get to choose if I have a choice. Yeah. Let me, let me take a gamble here, which is not a real gamble, but let me, let me go for the Holy spirit and see what that does for me. You know, I, make a game out of it. I, I genuinely do. Yeah. It. I yeah. like, yeah. cause sorry, there's a ambulance going by. Okay. The sirens have stopped. Um, yeah, when because a lot of people know about my healing from Meniere's disease story, right? The debilitating vertigo, and I use true forgiveness and the beautiful healing meditation from Gary's book, Love Has Forgotten No One, page 79. Uh, yeah, very good. Very good. Yes, you're right. Page 79. Yes. Yeah. So I knocked it out of the park for two months, um, and, and the debilitating vertigo was healed just such a, such a gift. Yeah. So when that healing occurred and there was in, in my book, Awakening Your Right Mind, I talk all about it um, and get more into it. There was all these synchronistic events 
right? And that led to the one healing dream that I had and I've woken up and I haven't had vertigo ever since, right? Um, when that supposedly incurable disease was cured, <laughs> yeah. um, to me, then it was two years later, I was diagnosed with PTSD after that healing. And I genuinely had the attitude of watch this. Mm. I'm going to knock this out of the park wow. once again. I'm whatever it might be. It's going to be a totally different thing than Menier's disease. Menier's disease was very physical. PTSD is more psychological and it is longer and it was exacerbated by stresses in my family. And, you know, mm. it, it's not been a cakewalk, but mm. genuinely I I approached it when I was diagnosed as watch this. Wow. I, I'm going to do this with the Holy Spirit. What that's going to look like, I have no idea, but mm -hmm. I know I have a choice. Yeah. And I genuinely believe it could have been much worse. And I'm not totally out of it yet. Mm -hmm. Right. But I'm getting there. And yeah. that was just so helpful. Like when I wake up in the mornings panicky, just because my nervous system was so stimulated just in the mornings, it was worse. Yeah. And yeah, I was feeling panicky and anxious, but I could also notice the birds singing outside my window. Mm -hmm. And that still brought me joy. So mm -hmm. it was like I was able to notice the beauty in the world around me, the love of my husband, the love of my dogs that was still there and present and, and there to support me, even though I might have a panic attack that day, even though yeah. I'm feeling anxious, you know, it's, you just start to go, yeah, there's a greater support system here and you can get excited about it because it is a classroom and you're gonna, you're gonna unlearn the ego and you're gonna learn right-mindedness and you're gonna apply it. And yeah. that's exciting. <laughs> very well said, very well said that that you were able to pick out and observe even still the beauty yeah. around it, despite you know the hard part and the yeah. dark part of it all that felt dark that yeah. you were able to to still though notice and get in touch with the those things that are supportive around you i even though my mind took a different form in the last few years i mean i went through tremendous anxiety over certain things that I couldn't explain what was going on with my body after I hit my head. And then a whole string of events happened after that. And that freaked me out enough hitting my head. And I created some dizziness, which I still have to this day, but I don't dwell on it. So it doesn't, it's been, I don't really, um, it doesn't affect my day-to-day -day life. Nice. Um, even though I have it every day, I don't, I don't feel it because I forget about it. I literally do forget about it. Beautiful. So, yeah, I forget about it. But 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 then a string of events were happening and I thought, and it really did, um, It I got triggered. Mm -hmm. I got triggered. My, I'm like, I knew my classroom was in session, but I'm like, oh, I'm triggered. Yeah. And I got really stressed. Mm -hmm. I was really stressed, you know, and I had to really, really find ways to work. You know, I, I used the course, but but, you know, I was like, you know, the course says it's okay to use magic. So I, I would use magic with it, you know, and I would use, I, would, I just would do whatever I felt was loving yeah. for me at the time, yeah. you know, to move through. But so I can, and I, and I actually think there was, I did experience some trauma yeah. of through going through these last few years, some of the, the experiences I had. Yeah. But, um, 
physically um, and then mentally, you know. Uh, so at, same as you, I would there would be mornings where I would wake up and feel such uncertainty. It was yeah. just terrifying. So and I knew I'm like, wow, this is this is a tremendous at the same time. I knew this is a tremendous opportunity. So I had that right part of my mind there oh, going, yeah. I know you're this is just your part. OK, you're in a very important part of your script right now. Yeah. You know, this is part of your, you know, path you're learning and you're growing. And, and, I, and I knew that. And so I would take time to recognize that. Yeah. And I had, you know, you know, you have your support people, whoever you want to talk to. And that's important, too. Yeah. If anyone goes through something like that, you want to have your your support team or, you know, it's very important to have that, actually, to be yeah. supported. Yeah. Um, so I I'm just sharing this to. Because just because we're Course in Miracles teachers doesn't mean that we don't all have our stuff. Totally. Stuff doesn't come up. Yeah. And we all have them. Yeah. So I had to work my process too. Mm -hmm. And when things still come up, I still have to work my process too and remember to forgive. Yeah. And remember, you know, do whatever I can to bring myself back to my right mind. Yeah. That's part of the path. Just yeah. part of the path until, until we really are in the real world, that place. Yeah. You know, and have that attitude of someone could run through me with a sword and I could yeah. not bat an eye. Right. Uh, okay. You know, and but up until that point, there's there's still work to be done. Right? Yeah. There's still some forgiveness to do and things to learn. And so when we're open to learning, yeah. because if, if we assume we know it all, if when we're still having challenges, then we stop learning. Yeah. We don't learn. We don't grow. Yeah. So these opportunities, they really are opportunities, even if it feels really hard and difficult. Mm -hmm. If we use them for the Holy Spirit's purpose, it really, really can just completely catapult your mm -hmm. awakening. You can really, 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 really awaken. You know, you're furthering your awakening process, basically. Yeah. Um, so it's, mm -hmm. and that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it, it is. So I do know what it's like. Yeah. to feel some trauma. I know what it's like to be terrified. I know what it's you know, like to feel anxious, you know, and feel really down yeah. and all that. None of that's fun. No. But, but if a part of you knows that you, you, you know, there's always that part of your mind that, you know, it doesn't go away. It's always yeah. there. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit's always there. Yeah. And you always have that support, Yeah, you know, yeah. with you. Yeah, it can it keeps you above the battleground. It can help really help yeah. keep you above the battleground. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, I I find it helpful to you know, especially because you know, as I was mentioning earlier, the the effects of conflict in relationships and things like that. You can feel so heavy, um, and and sad and downtrodden. And um, I I've personally found it really helpful that course teaching that whatever suffers is not part of me. Yeah. So what I, I, I got this idea in my head, kind of like um, another illustration of what that could kind of look like. It actually just the suffering felt like a big, heavy winter coat. Yeah. It's not all of me, you know, but I can remove it. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes just for fun, I would just envision removing this big, heavy coat of suffering and just getting in tune with that lighter part of myself, you know, the true part of myself. Um, if only I could manage it for a couple of minutes, I would. But 
it, it just became a very helpful vision that the suffering is not forever. It's not genuinely part of you. Um, it can be let go. Although, yes, I respect some things can go on for days and weeks and, and on and on things can seem to go on. But having that trust that every time you apply true forgiveness, a part of your unconscious mind is being healed. An act of true forgiveness, like an act of love, is never wasted, right? right? If you can just develop that confidence that every time you truly forgive, you're shedding mm -hmm. a part of what you think is the suffering. Yeah, beautiful, yeah. beautiful, because that the important, very important point about that a, a miracle is never lost. The yeah. forgiveness process is never lost. Yeah. On the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will always use yeah. what you have to give. And if you're giving a miracle of forgiveness mm -hmm. and you're you're really performing a miracle, mm -hmm. uh, which is a shift in perception in the mm -hmm. mind, and you are forgiving, that that's that stays in the in the mind until yeah. it's ready to be accepted. Yeah. The offering is ready to be accepted. It stays there. And the Holy Spirit beautifully holds that offering. Mm -hmm. you know, and it, it blesses the whole sonship anytime we forgive. Yeah. It's yeah, it's just one of the most beautiful. We just can't see that part. We exactly. can't see it. So it seems like nothing's happening sometimes. Or yeah. why is this not changing? Or why? <laughs> oh, it, in fact, things might be changing quite a bit mm -hmm. on levels we just can't see or understand as yet. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> wow. So that's part of the trust and having faith. Yeah. Faith in the process that this is a beneficial path. It works. Yeah. You stick with it. Practice, 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 you yeah. know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just I know we um, wanted to keep it, you know, really uh, around an hour and we're going to and we're already over an hour, which is Totally fine. Okay, it flowed the way it's meant to yeah. flow. <laughs> okay, good. Flowing the way it's meant to flow. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to make sure that we um, cover two topics, which I thought might uh, nicely round up the conversation. As first, um, just one important thing I wanted, to, of course, to mention is the law of the mind. As we see others, we're going to see and experience ourselves. Just the importance of understanding that our judgments of others. As an example, those are came from our mind. And if we judge another, you know, you've just shared that thought. You've actually made it stronger. And but you are also not apart from the effects of that. And right. your, you know, ideas leave not their source. <laughs> so um, just that you're not immune to your judgments. That um, I, you know, I would ask if you could speak to the importance of kind of catching ourselves about the ideas we're holding about others and how much that really affects how we experience ourselves. The law of the mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As you see him, you see yourself. Yeah. Um, that, that is making, that means that there is only one. Yeah. As you, that, that statement, as you see another, as you think of another, you're thinking uh, whatever thoughts you're putting out to another comes right back to your own mind. That's the law mm -hmm. of the mind because the law of one yeah. is only one of us. Only one of us appearing as 8 billion people, 8 yeah. billion now, <laughs> billion, 8 billion. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, there's, there's, that's such an important law of the mind because then it, 
helps us to see, well, wait a minute, notice more often what we are thinking yeah. and how we're thinking and how we're thinking about other people yeah. and ourselves. Because if we're thinking a vicious thought about someone else, what are we doing then but hurting ourselves? We're hurting ourselves, condemning ourselves. Yeah. And, and again, that's what the ego does. Mm. That means we're in our ego mind. Yeah. And ego loves to do that. That's because the, that's the ego's way of confirming itself, saying, I exist. I'm really, I'm what's real. Ooh, and that's yeah. what it wants you to do. Mm-hmm. So, but, but we need to catch that. You're talking yeah. about like, hey, you can train the mind to start catching it when you're, when you are going about your day yeah. and training your mind to start being more aware, not like obsessively all every minute of the day, <laughs> every now and then tune in with yourself, ask you, what have you been thinking? Yeah. But if you, if you, especially your mood, follow your mood, your mood will tell you yeah. that, that's even easier than to follow your thoughts. Totally. <laughs> Anytime, watch your mood. Yeah. The days. yeah. If your mood is not in a happy place or not in a peaceful place, then you can be sure there's been some thoughts behind judgmental thoughts behind it. Yeah. If you really look or else you wouldn't feel that way. You wouldn't feel bad. Yeah. yeah. So you want to, that's how you can learn to catch it yeah. quicker is by yeah. paying attention to your feelings and your mood, because it will tell you which teacher you're choosing Beautiful. at any given moment. And you can train your mind to do that more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't like the way you feel, stop, take a pause. As soon as you have a moment, take a pause. Yeah. Okay. What have I been, what have I been thinking mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> about either myself or another person? Yeah. the world it could be about anything yeah like the environment or anything and then and, and a fear thought fear-based thought in general yeah um and you can be sure there is something there that you were thinking that that was the cause of yeah. you feeling upset in some some yeah. form of upset so that way when you notice it you start to catch yourself more you'll be in a miracle frame of mind where you can meaning you'll be you can catch it quicker so you can change your mind about it faster mm-hmm. and not let it sort of marinate and marinate and marinate in your mind. And so the whole day goes by and you're feeling really bad the whole day. Yeah. Whereas, well, if you catch it sooner, then you maybe you don't have to suffer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Holy Spirit doesn't want you to suffer. <laughs> yeah. It's not uh-huh. about suffering, you know, is uh, it, it's optional. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, I mean, it's it's kind of kind of is. I mean, it doesn't mean sometimes we won't feel like we're suffering, but it is optional. Yeah, you know, I have felt suffering. I I know what it feels like to feel terrible. Yeah, but it's still. I I would tell myself, you know what? I don't have to think about whatever this is this way right now. I can choose. Yeah. That's where my power is. That's always where the power is. I can focus on something else. Mm-hmm. I can practice even shifting my focus, um, even bringing it to even a more practical level, mm-hmm. along with the mind thoughts. I can actually do something that will help me take the focus off of. And exactly. there's nothing wrong with that. We're we're experiencing, yeah. our, experiencing ourselves in a in a world. It doesn't mean we're not going to do things. So yeah. I could I could watch a, a funny movie right now. I could read a really enlightening book. I could take a walk in nature. I could do things that help take the focus off. Yeah. Too, yeah. In alignment with my higher thinking. Yeah. That help play with my animal companions. Yes. Right. Have fun and and yeah. so there's a lot 
that we can do to support ourselves yeah. along with the mind thoughts. Yeah. So I don't want to make it seem like we're forgetting that, look, we're experiencing ourselves as body. So it doesn't mean we're going to we neglect also yeah. things that we can do to help lift our spirits. Exactly. There are many things, listening to to music that you, yeah. that really, really puts you in a high play. I do that. Yeah. It really helps lift my mood when I listen to certain songs of the 80s. <laughs> For me, it's the 80s. I'm exactly. like, I just jump on and do these dances as Gary yeah. watches me and he's just, I mean, she's like, oh my God. I'm like, yep, she's in her, she, he knows I love the 80s and I'll put on all these 80s tunes. I dance around the house. Fun. You know, you know my, my cat's just going, looking at me. I sign up for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, you know, because, you know, it, it, I do, I do a little bit of uh, movement, like body movement in general, and that yeah. helps my focus. Yeah, yeah. And, but yeah, but I, but that doesn't mean I don't do my forgiveness work or do the mind work too. It's just that I'm also active. Yeah, I have that helps really helps us instead of just sometimes if we're just sitting there and think we're not supposed to yeah. do anything, that's going to make it worse if yeah. we feel oh, but the world's an illusion and I'm not really. Oh, I'm not supposed to really do anything. That's not what the course is saying. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, in fact, what we're what we really are asking for is connection. We want to connect. We want to feel connected. Yes. So ultimately with God, but you can find that, use, you know, things that tools that can help you make that connection. Yeah. And nature is one of them. Yeah. If it helps you, or being with your animals or yeah. music or whatever tools work. Oh, yeah. I do that all time i use the tools of the world yep yep oh the the forest near my house i swear has been one of my greatest support systems through the ptsd just wow. smelling the trees walking and smelling the trees yep. beautiful yeah yeah it can so, shift the your experience it, right it it it's yeah. it's it's like it was necessary yeah. like every day for during the worst of the ptsd it was necessary to go to the park with a cup of tea Yep. And my hubby and the dogs and just be. I understand. Yeah. It's, it's very helpful. It yes. can be so helpful because you're, you're are connecting with, yeah. you know, and let's face it on without sounding too new agey, mm -hmm. but, but there is truth to this. Yeah. Nature has a high vibration. Yes. Mm -hmm. It just does. Yeah. It, there's no, there's no question. Yeah. When you're immersed in nature, mm -hmm. you are in a more high vibratory yeah. area so yeah. it's going to help you it's going to help help like it's like a tool yeah yes it's a symbol but it's still a tool you can use beautiful it will help you so i go to those high vibrationary places yeah that i feel really good in yeah yeah sometimes it's around a body of water it could be yeah. again i'm in a forest yeah surrounded by trees and birds and whatever i love singing to the birds and oh, those, those kind of things help you it does help you raise yourself up yeah. and raise your vibration so you can hear the holy spirit better yeah exactly if we're not if we're just sitting around yeah only just doing only the mind work but we're not active yeah or it, it there's this the tools help support you and mm -hmm. just the connection sometimes yeah and it and it doesn't mean sometimes you don't and maybe it won't matter you don't need to use tools and I don't always need to use tools, but sometimes it's helpful for me to use tools. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll use them. So I'll yeah. use them. And then uh, again, sometimes, you know, 
Um, it ha- you you might be surprised and you just go, oh, I just, you, I literally thought that thought out of my mind and I replaced it and you don't have to do anything else. That happens too. Yeah. And that will happen more and more too. Yeah. yeah. As the mind's healed. Whatever one is capable of, yeah. you know, when you start to apply right-mindedness, you're going to surprise yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think it's so important for people to hear that. Remember, the Course is not saying mm-hmm. that you just neglect the body. Like you're, you don't take care of yourself or you don't, if you're, and feel like you can use the symbols of the world if they're helpful. Yeah. It's, it says there's nothing wrong with using magic in whatever form the magic takes. Yeah. Sometimes it's necessary to help yeah. the mind heal, you know, and to feel safe, you know, that it's being supported. Symbols show up mm-hmm. in the world um, in a form that your mind can accept and understand that can assist you in your healing. So that's really an important part of this is don't think that you can't enjoy your surroundings, enjoy, you know, yeah. Enjoy the fun things in life or, you know, so we're not, we're not here to deny our worldly experience. Exactly. Uh, the course says that, yeah. you know, that that would be an unworthy form of denial to deny that you're experiencing yourself as a body, even though you're not really the body. Yeah. And so you're, you're being normal in a sense. You're just, you're being normal in the world and which, which that you enjoy doing, follow your, yeah. Whatever you feel excited to do and all that will help assist. Yeah. It's always about who you're doing it with. Am yeah. I doing this with the ego or am I doing this with spirit? Right. Right. Always. So, always. Yeah. And when you're doing it with the Holy Spirit, you're naturally going to be, right, you know, led to the, yeah. or the symbols will show up to support your decision to be well. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Really beautiful. Yeah. Just, there's just another way. There's just yeah. another way to go through anything, right? Yeah. Not just your relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the final topic I wanted to chat about was the idea of worthiness. So, I mean, we all experience unworthiness um, that shows up quite a bit in relationships, obviously, like I'm feeling unworthy of someone's love or whatever it might be. Of course, we know that stems from thinking that we left our source and thinking we're guilty. Um, But could you just share more about unworthiness and helping to heal that idea? Because, you know, when we remember our oneness with our source, we're going to feel worthy by then. (laughs) So this idea of unworthiness is worthy of being healed. (laughs) Yeah, it's worthy of being healed. In a way, we don't, we are not trained, the ego has not trained us very well. Mm -hmm. We're we're already brought up with the ego and ego is already intact when we're born, the moment we're born and we're already born into this culture this mindset of unworthiness yeah not whether we realize it or not we already are mm-hmm. and i i'm reminded of this place first i'll just read this first this yeah. line in the course about this um this is where is this from chapter four mm-hmm. okay chapter four section one in case anybody wanted to look it's under the chapter four the illusions of the ego mm-hmm. and it's under right teaching and right learning but this is um it says the kingdom of heaven is the spirit's right whose beauty and dignity are far beyond doubt, beyond perception, and stand forever as the mark of the love of God for his creations, who are wholly worthy of him and only of him. Beautiful. 
So it's our right yeah. to be worthy. It's not that we're just, oh, we're worthy because, gosh, we were so successful in our jobs and yeah. oh, that makes us worthy. Or, well, God, I just made a million dollars. I feel so worthy. We're worthy because we are a part of God. Mm -hmm. We were created worthy. Yeah. And so you don't have to do anything to prove it. Yeah. You don't do anything to prove it. You, you know, you you might not be happy with how your life is going, but it has nothing to do with worth. With you know, you're still as God created you. You are a line. I like to think about if that ever enters my mind, a thought of somehow of uh, doubt or fear, uncertainty, which is a form of unworthiness. Mm -hmm. Actually, mm -hmm. if you have doubt or uncertainty or fear in any form, I love it. And the course says, just just say this to yourself. God himself is incomplete without me. Beautiful. That is like God himself is incomplete without me. Now, obviously that's a metaphor meaning, but but he, it, it's, it's a way of saying how much God loves you, how you are whole in God always, and that can never shift or change. Yeah, yeah. You are literally, you cannot be anything else but perfect love. So if you feel unworthy, it's self-made. It's a self-made idea. Yeah. Which means you can change it, your mind about that. Beautiful. About how you feel about yourself. That's mm -hmm. So God didn't make you unworthy. It's not something of God. It's not of God to feel unworthy. It's of the ego. Yeah. So if you recognize it's of the ego and it's a story that's just made up, then you can go, well, okay, and explore that and go, well, why would I feel this way then? Right. Right. Investigate. Why do I feel unworthy? Yeah. what's making me what thoughts I have been thinking that are making me feel unworthy yeah. if there's no one really out there even if someone tells me someone might tell me that I'm unworthy maybe I'm in an abusive relationship and someone's going you unworthy bastard yeah yeah right? and you start to take that on and feel oh maybe they're right yeah but what's happening investigate yeah does that person really have that much power mm -hmm. to know what you are to yeah. know anything about you to know you as God knows yeah. you. And is that the voice you want to listen to? Yeah. <laughs> so ask yourself those questions. Who am I listening to? Who am I giving my faith to? Yeah. Who am I investing my faith in? Yes. That's yeah. the key. And yeah. when it comes to that, any yeah. type of feeling of self-doubt or unworthiness. Beautiful. Who are we listening to? If we're listening to the world that, that's it's built on unworthiness. Yeah. Made with unworthy. But then why do I want to listen to that? There must be something that's benefiting me. I think yeah. it's benefiting me to listen to that voice. So yeah. if you investigate it, maybe eventually you'll find it doesn't make sense to hold on to it anymore. Exactly. Or changing your mind and going, God, well, the Holy Spirit just knows me that I'm, you know, innocent and I'm whole and I'm yeah. worthy just because God created me that way. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't I listen to that? And then it sort of makes sense. And you go, God, it doesn't even make sense to <laughs> You know, and it could still take time and a process to get where you really feel worthy, but yeah. so but still keep it, just keep at it, keep going away. But it doesn't make sense though, that I would hold on to this idea just because someone might've said to me that I'm unworthy. Yeah. Why would I give them that power? Ask yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Unless I wanted to feel that way. Some part of me wants to maintain that mindset. Yeah. Because I think it's serving some kind of purpose for me. Yeah. And, and I like, you know, when we think about the idea of God, 
um, and which people, you know, really invest in, you know, God, right? Like that, what God says is important, you know, (laughs) well, you know, and how I kind of think of it is like, well, who are we to argue with what God says we are? Yeah. Yeah. Ego Fiona is not up for questioning that. Who am I to say what God says I am, who yeah. God says I am. So I'm going to trust, you know, what the Course says. I'm going to trust, you know, what the Holy Spirit is putting out to me. And I also like to remind myself um, that God knows me as innocent. The Holy Spirit knows me as innocent. Yeah. So if that's the case, then maybe that it just helps me to make it easier for me to accept the idea that I am innocent when I don't feel innocent, right? It just helps. Yeah. yeah, To go, why would I argue? That's how my source is going. That's how my source sees me. Mm -hmm. Um, So my work is to truly forgive until I recognize that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It always comes back to forgiveness, doesn't it? It always comes back to just, we forgive ourselves for Mm -hmm. that belief Yeah, that we are a part, that God is something separate from us. Yeah. You know, that, and then we, we, we chose to buy into the ego's interpretation instead of the Holy Spirit's interpretation. Mm -hmm. It really does come down to just those two choices. Yeah. Even though it takes some time to, 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 to trust it and believe it and know it, know it, but, but it does come down to those two choices of who we want to listen to. Exactly. Always comes back to forgiving. Yeah. Forgiving, forgiving always. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just giving it a try, you know, as I remember you said earlier in the conversation, you're like, well, you know, what's the harm in me, you know, applying some right-mindedness to, you know, this issue, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. genuinely like, yeah, what is the harm? I mean, you're thinking about it anyways. So yeah, you know, yeah. you can waste all this time maintaining right. it with the ego, or you could yeah. start to let it go with true yeah. forgiveness. And quite honestly, what do you got to lose? <laughs> yeah, you're really having to lose. And I always, I, I always try to, it is kind of funny. I make it kind of funny. Like, I'm like, well, what, what is the worst that really that, or at least that the world might judge that could happen? Okay. So I die or something, Yeah, yeah. but that's not even a bad thing. <laughs> Meaning like, it's just, that there's no death even. I mean, there's yeah. no, that you're just going back to your beautiful natural state of spirit. Exactly. There's, there's no like really worse scenario. We are creating these horrible scenarios. Mm-hmm. Even death is not, of course, even death is not even real. So you know, I, and I kind of make it funny sometimes. I try yeah. to make it a little funny so I can have, yep. you bring, yeah, we forgot to talk about laughter briefly. Laughter is so important. Oh. Laughter is so important just to remember to laugh when yeah. we can and just kind of bring some lightheartedness. Yeah. Everything doesn't have to be so heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If we just remember to laugh, remember to go, oh, yeah. And just that's part of this path is to have that you know, to have laughter as part of the curriculum. Yeah. You know? so, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can lighten up. I see how how real I've made this for yeah. myself. And I can, yeah, now yeah. I can remember. And and that might mean I, Gary and I watch a lot of comedies. Nice. Because I, I just, it just reminds us to laugh. Yeah. Oh, it's you know? so good. Just, yeah, just why not? Why wouldn't we? <laughs> I just watch 
just do things to help. You do a lot of things that help remind you to, to kind of, you know, yeah. be a little bit lighter on yourself. And you're and allowed to feel good. Oh, yes, we're, that's you our. Yeah. You're allowed to feel good. You yes, don't you have to feel guilty. You don't <laughs> have to be obligated to fear. You don't have to be a doormat or a people well, pleaser. You are allowed to feel good. <laughs> just, just pure good. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah that, there's, you don't have to earn that. You exactly. do not have to earn your worthiness. No. You don't have to earn your joy. Yeah. God doesn't see that way. Exactly. God overlook doesn't even acknowledge yeah. that the ego yeah. is made. So there's nothing to worry about in that sense. There's no judgment. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's so funny. We're all walking around like so hard on ourselves. And yeah. Like, ah. And I just sometimes have a good laugh. I'm like, oh my God, you know, <laughs> made all this madness. And then, and then sometimes it can be really funny, yeah. you know, and I, when I think of it that way, I just go, oh my gosh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's so healthy. And I, I love yeah. a quote from one of Gary's books. I can't remember which, but Arten and Persa shared, um, laughter is better than any other form of medicine. Yes. Yeah. They did say that. And that's true. Yeah. I, absolutely. Laughter yeah. is. And I would book? totally agree. That's the best medicine, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. And And why is it? Because. Yeah. It's the problem was we took the ego seriously. And what does a gentle, lighthearted laughter say? This is not serious. It's, you know, it helps you to open up to the idea that maybe I don't need to invest <laughs> in this in such a serious, guilt-ridden way. Right. What if I can use it for learning and healing? And if you're happy, if you're relaxed, if you're calm, you're gonna feel more inclined to apply true forgiveness, to be right-minded, to remember your source, to you know see someone else as innocent. You're just going to be more inclined to apply right-mindedness if you feel good. Absolutely, yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, no doubt about it. You're just opening yourself to be a, a powerful receiver. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And your joy. You can't have both at the same time. You can't have anxiety and when you're completely laughing or in, in yeah. a total state of joy you can't have both at the same time no no yeah when if anybody's had a really good ever had a really good belly laugh yeah. there's no way you can have that fear when you're belly laughing totally. you know I, you just can't I, yeah. and, and it's it's really making a great statement too and it helps yeah, yeah it's, it's really really good yeah and and so i just i mean i rely on laughter as well and yeah. it's what I do before I go to bed. My husband and I are always watching something funny um, right before bed because I don't know, it's just yeah. nice yeah. way to end the day. <laughs> it's a great way to end the day. It really is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. To be a, that's helpful to be aware of that, to be aware of how you're ending your day. True. Yeah. And, there, and again, everybody's different with what they, whatever, whatever makes one feel good. Yeah. But yeah, that that does work for me better to end the day in some either form of meditation, positive meditation, mm -hmm. something funny, but but along those lines, yeah. Then you're just setting the space for your nighttime dreaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah, setting the tone. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then you go ahead and have a nightmare. No, and then yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> but at least, but at least you know, yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, you're you're still you're you're making the effort, and you're just going, hey, you know, I'm just I'm I'm you know practicing, and you're being uncompromising, you know, for truth and 
And then there's something to be said for that. I for that agree. effort. For that effort. Yeah. It's like gently reminding <laughs> yourself when you feel when you feel good, just gently reminding yourself of the truth. And as you were saying, then the ego is not going to be so dominant in your mind because you're you're touching upon the truth more and more. And it's just going to come more and more into your awareness more often. And then and then you're not gonna, yeah, be so dominated by the ego. Right-mindedness is gonna come to your awareness and and that's really helps i find to move the needle forward yeah right is is to allow those moments of feeling good applying the right-mindedness and and that if you want to see a difference apply (laughs) right isn't it your sister who's always like yeah you know true forgiveness but do you do it or did you do it yeah (laughs) are you doing it i mean it's so true like we all can talk about forgiveness yeah um, but we often, rem- her and I actually remind each other of that. Her and I are very close and we do always remind ourselves about that. Like we, we know how to forgive. Are we doing it? You know, you know, yeah. know but do we do yeah. it? We, we say that to other people, but yeah, yeah but our and Persa have said this. Yeah. They, they say you, you can learn about it all. You, you can get great at learning about the steps of forgiveness. Yeah. Are you really applying it though to ev- to everything that comes yeah. up that disturbs you, no matter how big or small Yeah, that disturbs your peace? Are you really applying it? They have said that too, Art and Persa. Mm-hmm. And um, I, we all say this is a forgiveness opportunity. This is a forgiveness, that, but saying it is not doing it. Yeah. So we want to also, yeah, we want to acknowledge it. Yeah, this is a forgiveness opportunity, but we want to do it. If we need to do it, we want to do go through the actual steps. Exactly. We'll yeah. do it. Yeah. That's yeah. what gets you home. That's what gets you undoes the ego. Yeah. 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 And it does remind me just that one course quote where it's just forgiveness itself. True forgiveness. If you haven't applied true forgiveness, then you haven't removed that thought, that thought of separation within that relationship and it can return again. So essentially that issue you've had in that relationship can resurface because you haven't applied true forgiveness. Right. So yes, it can have- sur- yeah. 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 I was going to say that and remember for anyone listening to just because you're proud and you may be practicing true forgiveness, mm-hmm. right. Around a certain issue or situation What's changing is your mind is being healed, but it doesn't necessarily mean that person is going to change in the way you want them to just because you're practicing forgiveness. It's important to remember that because then we're going to be stuck on the outcome Yeah, saying, well, I'm forgiving only because I want that person to change. Yeah. That's not true forgiveness. True forgiveness is actually letting go Mm -hmm. of of being in charge of the outcome of your forget you're just doing the forgiveness and let the holy spirit do the correction through you and let it be but if you go into it without being attached to results the results of your forgiveness because not everybody's going to change the way you want them to just because you're forgiving but your mind is you're becoming more peaceful that's what matters that's really what matters that peace yeah, yeah, yeah. That inner peace, you're going to yes. notice that you change. Yes, you're yeah. changing. Doesn't yeah. But the yeah. other person, that's they're they're gonna when they're ready, mm-hmm. if they want to accept your offering, maybe they will change. They might change. Yeah. So but but it's not for us to judge exactly. about their path. So. Beautiful. That is thank you. That is such a great reminder. 
um, for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, the focus can be so much on, well, that person, if they just did that, then I wouldn't yeah, feel then I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. That's reversing. That's reversing um, everything again, going back exactly. to the ego. It's going yeah. back to the ego. It's not real forgive forgiveness to destroy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for this conversation. Um, is there anything you want to make sure you say before we wrap up the conversation or your own? Well, gosh, I, I just appreciate being on. We've had, I feel, uh, feels very empowering. I hope people have also felt empowered or got many takeaways from this. Mm -hmm. I, did just put out as a reminder that's why we're talking about relationships my book and i'll show it because we are talking about relationships and this is one of the it's called spiritual coupling my guidebook for experiencing a holy relationship and again although i focus on quite a bit on romantic relationships um it's a book for everyone even if you're not um in a relationship because you there's a lot i packed in here yeah so um and you can get it on amazon if you are interested, but I want people to know about it. Because everything we've talked about is in this book, basically. Yeah. All the basic ideas we've talked about are in my book. And then I elaborate on Beautiful. you know, other other even relationships with children yeah. a little bit. And um yes. But anyway, but there's a lot in there. So oh, yeah. I read yeah. it and it it genuinely is a guide. And if you are looking to really have a new perspective of your relationships and you want to see things differently genuinely this book is just going to just inspire and motivate you like as i said i just want i couldn't stop taking notes i just like felt like i just had to have a pen with me all the time and you leave space for notes within the book for yeah, personal yeah, notes so that there. really helps <laughs> um and i will be sure to include the link um to the book um on amazon when i send out the podcast and also within the podcast description so <laughs> thank you Fiona. but i yeah i really appreciate the conversation yeah, with of you of course me yeah, too me yeah. yeah yeah and cindy never not no one knows but cindy was really there for me um through the worst part of what i was going through with my mom and i just want to share genuine gratitude for that you are a true part of my support system and um just a big big hug to you for your love and your care because it really really helped thank you so much and likewise oh i have my own share I had my own share too but uh yeah nice Hindered spirits. So. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Love so each other you. on the path. <laughs> okay. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And um, if you have any questions, please feel welcome to email me at Fiona at FionaMaria.ca. Lots of love. <laughs>